think about it, everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited, like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? Indeed. What's good, fam? Happy Wednesday. Good to see you guys all out there today. Freaking Cubs just lost. Damn it. Uh, just lost in the, in the 11th or the 10th, I think it was. Anyways, uh, you're looking live at the foxhole.app. Oh, I forgot to take my hoodie off. Oh, well. Uh, it's a nice day here in Wisconsin. You're looking live at the foxhole.app. Check it out when you guys get time. Do me a favor. Spread the word to uh, to all your friends out there. Drop it when you let them when you get time. Let them know what they're what's going on over there and help them support. Uh, ask the people to, to support them as well. Uh, whenever you guys get time, those guys are doing a lot of good work and there's a lot more upgrades coming. And the app is just working great. There's a lot more great uh, creators coming over to it. And I'm proud to be a part of it, and I'm proud to uh, endorse it as much as possible. I hope you guys are all doing that, too. Tell somebody about the Foxhole.app. Appreciate you guys very much. Check out uh, UncensoredAid.com when you get time. As usual, the podcast is up. iHeart, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbeam, Apple, all the podcasts. Just search Brothers Uncensored to be able to find us there. Previous shows are up, as always. That gets updated every day in case you guys missed that. Newsletter is up, and once a week, uh, if you want to, you can get an update about what's coming uh, on the shows or what you missed last week. So check that out when you get time as well if you're interested. Foxhole Twitch, YouTube, fucks up, hates us, fuck them, DLive, <laughs> and fucks us. Uh, Cloud Hub and Tiger Network as well are where you can find us. Uh, this this is this will go live if you want to watch the show uh, on the website as well. Uh, previous uh, blog information, in case you links you can't find, and finally how you can help us, uh, Cash App, PayPal, Patreon. Uh, for either of us and uh, our official show sponsor, RiseAttireUSA.com. If you want to get access to our private Discord, let me know. If you've don't if you donated to the show or helped us in any way, let me know. I'll get you into our Discord. Click here for the store. The store is up and more good stuff coming from the store. New products being added as we speak. So that should be ready in about a week or so. So I'm looking forward to that, guys, as well. Appreciate you guys very much. Uh, joining us here today. I hope you guys enjoyed the show yesterday. That was a pretty fun discussion. I got a little uh, um, footnote to add to that discussion. First, I want to welcome my bro Joe into the house. How are you doing today, bro? What's up, fam? In a world of endless lies, a world where truth is never relevant, you found the road to endless rants of truth. Welcome to the Brothers Uncensored. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right. Sorry, I had to. I had to, man. Dolphin72, good to see you out there, brother. Good to see everybody out there today. It is Wednesday. It's hump day. We're trying to hump through this week. We're trying to help you hump through this week and uh, see everybody out there in Foxhole and in D-Live. Good to see everybody out there. How are you doing today, brother? Man, I'm chilling. Um, good night. I got some interesting stories. There's not a whole lot of uh, really interesting stories happening out there. Pretty much everyone's talking about how we're all going to die soon. So I don't know. I'm not really interested in talking about that that much. I mean, you see these conflicts spin up every now and then. You know that there's forces behind all of this that's pushing it. And 
Um, I don't know. I, I, I just I'm not in a comfortable area. Um, I wish I had President Trump in there. I, I would feel a lot more comfortable with what's going on in the Middle East right now if Trump was in there. Well, that's a given, man. That's an absolute given, but he's not. So we just got to deal with it, I guess. It kind of sucks, but what can we do, man? What yeah. can we do? Hey, Bobby Johnson over on somehow I got a Facebook message through Restream. That doesn't happen very often. Thank you for joining us on Facebook. Uh, you can find us um, on uh, go to uncensoredaid.com if you want, and you can uh, bookmark the site and get easier to find us whenever you get time. I do have a few small decals, but we're working on an actual bump, bumper sticker. So that'll be coming. Uh, give us a little bit of time. We got a lot kind of going on behind the scenes with our family right now. Uh, but if uh, we'll get those added uh, in some way or another to where I, you guys can order those as well if you want to get some bumper stickers. So that that's uh, in the works as well. Awesome. Yep. Lots. They're still doing lots behind the scenes. I mean, it seems like it's never ending almost, but it's it's definitely worth it. And we got more coming for you guys. Just stay tuned. Yeah, indeed. And uh, the, the if you haven't seen the store yet, just go to the brothersuncensored.com and click uh, at the very top there. Just click to the store and you can find out what we do have uh, out there right now if you want to advertise a sweet shirt. I got my uh, stuff in today, bro. I got a hoodie uh, that's a little bit too small, so always order three times size of the hoodie or an extra size that you normally get. Normally I get extra large shirts. Get an extra large hoodie every time you buy one. Um, and then I got uh, the, the white. Uh, I want my news on censor shirt. It was pretty sweet. Nice. And my wife and I both got regular uh, T-shirts with our logos on it, too. So, Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, man. So pretty cool for sure. Uh, those came in. I mean, we ordered those like, I don't know, not even three days ago, and they're already here. So I'm really pleased with the shipping lagging time, as Belushi mentioned yesterday as well. Yeah, that's what's awesome, man. I mean, we found a good company, a, a great company, I should say. They, you know, the order process is easy. The delivery process is super fast. Uh, we couldn't be more thankful for underground printing. They're doing great work for us. Uh, yes, uh, underground plug. printing is has done a really good job. And the reason why we picked them, first of all, Don gave me a list of uh, some research of a bunch of them. But those guys are based out of Michigan. They're a local family-owned company that has grown, you know, nationwide, worldwide. And uh, I, I'm just proud to support, uh, you know, someone from our home state, bro. That's the best part about it. They're from Michigan, and that's where we were born and raised, so you can't go wrong. <laughs> and yeah. it's all American-made stuff, man. It's American-made shirts. It's all American. Indeed. Well, actually, mine was from, I don't know, one of one of the shirts I got was, was from South America or something. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Is it soft? <laughs> uh, it's a nice shirt. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's, uh, it's at least not made in China, so I got that going for me. That's a bonus. Yeah. So I see the I see Gary predicted on and out there that the war is going to blow up. I, nobody knows, man. Uh, nobody really knows what's going to happen in the future. You know that, uh, and it's pointless to worry about the future. I don't understand why you're so worried about uh, the world's going to end, bro. I don't get it. Um, but I do get this. Last night we had a really cool discussion on uh, you know kind of religion and why I'm frustrated with um, you know organized religion and. And kind of just of a in general discussion about um, you know uh, conflicts that I had with it, and it was it turned out to be a pretty fun discussion. I have no idea how it started, bro, but it was pretty interesting. I know we you know one the, we always have kind of a, an idea of what we want to do for our show, and yesterday, I mean, it was honestly it was a really a good conversation, a great conversation, and great feedback, great callers, everyone in chat was is give, uh, filling in as well. Uh, and that's what we need, man. We need to be able to have those hard conversations and it's not an easy conversation. So uh, I think it went very well yesterday. I agree. 
And uh, so I had some interesting uh, stuff that I was watching on the uh, Paranormal Channel on uh, on uh, Pluto TV. I still think if you guys don't get a chance, if you don't, if you have Pluto TV, do me a favor when you get time, just when you're bored, just just check it out. Check it out. Uh, what's what's on uh, the Paranormal Channel? They got some interesting stuff. Yesterday they had Aliens and Agenda Twenty One on. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. And they do, a, I mean, they present it. They just present it and let you decide, you know, for whatever you think. Some of it is a little bit out there, but who knows, man? I mean, the world we freaking live in these days, nothing would surprise me. But it was nope. interesting because they talked about this. Um, well, they went into like uh, MK Ultra and, uh, and, um, mind control and things like that and, and, and how the government, you know, controls that. And then they talked about, um, this thing called, oh, let's see, what was it? It was called, I know some of you know this, uh, the mastermind. And it is, it was a study of collective consciousness, basically done in the 18, late 1800s. So this just happens to pop on my screen last night, right? So of course I had to dig into this shit a little bit. So check this shit out. Have you ever heard of the church of divine science? No. <laughs> I can't say okay. I have. No. It is within the New Thought Movement, of course, the New Thought Movement, you know. It was created in the San Francisco in the 1880s under Melinda Kramer. Um, and I have, I, I, I've tried to study, you know, I, I try to learn on the fly as much as I can about different types of religions. I just, I find it interesting. But I have never heard of anything about this. So if you guys get time, I'll, I'll, get, I'll give you these links if you want to dig into this stuff. But here's what's interesting about this. The first church of of Christ scientist Christian Science Centers in Boston, uh, Massachusetts, uh, the original mother church in 1894. There's a picture of it there on the right. Pretty uh, impressive looking church, to say the least. Christian science is a set of beliefs and practices belonging to the metaphysical family of new religious movements. Now, a lot of you think this is woo-woo, but just hear me out on this. Tell me, tell me how interesting this is. And I, I, you know, I'm not saying I'm like I buy into it. I'm just saying, check this out. It was developed in the 19th century in New England by Mary uh, a Baker Eddy, who argued in her 1975 book *Science and Health* that sickness is an illusion that can be connected or corrected by prayer alone. The book became Christian Science's central text along with the Bible and by 2001 had sold over 9 million copies. Eddie and 26 followers were granted charter in 1879 uh, in, in Boston, as you can see there. Here, check this part out, though. Eddie described Christian Science as a return to primitive Christianity and its lost element of healing. There are key differences between Christian science theology and that of traditional Christianity. In particular, adherents subscribe to a radical form of philosophical idealism, believing that reality is purely spiritual and the material world is an illusion. <laughs> it's an illusion. In particular, adherents subscribe to a radical form of philosophical idealism, believing that the rea that reality is purely spiritual and the material world is an illusion. I got to tell you, <laughs> based on what I see around me, I, I'm pretty much, I'm all in on that. <laughs> uh, wow. You know, is, is the, our material world an illusion? It sure as fuck feels like it all the time. <laughs> yes, indeed. 
This includes the view that disease is a mental error rather than a physical disorder and that the sick should be treated not by medicine but by, by a form of prayer that seeks to correct the beliefs responsible for the illusion of ill health. Now, that's I'm a little bit hot. Now, wait a minute. You're telling me that if a bunch of us come together and pray that we have the ability to heal others. Well, that does kind of sound a little bit out there. But then again, think about mass prayer and and how, how many people have been affected by prayer just in the world that we've seen around us for the past three years. There is, there's countless examples of it. What is the mastermind principle? Check this shit out, dude. As you walk your spiritual journey, your awareness of your ability to manifest and create grows. Learning how to work with your creative abilities and share this experience with others is an opportunity that we would love providing to you. Each year we create an offer. Uh, uh, we offer a, a updated mind mastermind journal and host mastermind groups for our community. We've had a pleasure of witnessing and experiencing amazing transformational outcomes as a result of using the mastermind principles and being present for each other in sacred, meaningful ways. I got to tell you, that is, that is something that I've seen uh, in my life uh, in many ways. There's, there's multiple examples of amazing transformations through prayer. The Mastermind Program was originally created by Jack Bolin, the founder of Church of Today, now Renaissance Unity Church, which is this website. Many lives have been positively impacted or changed with this transformational tool. Well, Who's this Jack Bowling guy? This here's him uh, here, and now I don't know. Again, this is just kind of I'm just kind of re, you know showing you guys this. It's 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 interesting to say the least. Um, and who is Jack Boland? Well, he's from Detroit, Michigan, <laughs> our hometown. He was first ordained as a divine science minister in 1967. He graduated from the Unity Ministerial School and received his ordination in 1972. Uh, his dynamic qualities as a public speaker, so forth, so on. Um, he had classes called a dialogue thought where he, he asked people to put their thoughts into words and they put them on answering machines and he would receive 2 million calls a year. How interesting is that? He had to have 15 answering machines for a dialogue thought program of people just voicing their prayer and thoughts. Um, now, the, the really more interesting part of all of this is this idea of the mastermind theory. And this is what they were talking about on that Aliens and Agenda 21 last night, which I found to be interesting. The, the mastermind theory is a, a method of focusing the power of thought for a specific purpose of aligning our thoughts and actions with the mastermind. As a result, thousands of people have demonstrated dramatic positive changes in their lives and have experienced happy, successful living. Through the mastermind principle, you combine your inner strength with that of at least one other person as well as that of a higher power. The principle is based on the ancient premise that combined energies of two or more like-minded persons is many, many times greater than the sum of individual energies involved. Is that interesting or what? I just found that to be fascinating. Wow. So I don't know what you guys, uh, maybe we could, you know, at some point, if you guys want to discuss this in, in the uh, call in the second half of the show, uh, we could do that. But I'll just uh, drop you guys a couple of these links um, if you guys wanted to talk, talk a little more about it. Uh, interesting, any interesting comments in chat? Have you, have you noticed? Expanding your thoughts is never a bad thing. You learn from everything good or bad. That was from Denise. 
Uh, and that's a, that's a very good point. Amy Joe said, Bible warns of all kinds of witchcraft healing, including unless by God's divinity, uh, I step away. That's just me. Um, so yeah, a couple, couple of, uh, <laughs> a couple of, uh, comments, low country, uh, Brooklyn said she'd love to discuss this, discuss this topic as well. We discussed it a little bit yesterday as well, man. I, I know for a fact that frequencies has a lot to do with it. And we talked about that yesterday. I mean, just, just, you know, for example, the best example I have is my neighbor, you know, who, uh, you know, she was a strong um, Biden supporter and she knew I was a Trump supporter. And, um, you know, there were so many situations and circumstances and where I had to help them, you know, when we had a storm and a tree fell on their house and I had no power and I ran power lines to them. And, you know, those little good vibrations that you give off to your neighbors, to your friends, it really does create an aura around you. And, and I truly believe that that good aura can help overcome a lot of bad things. In my opinion, you know, I think there is a power in collective prayer for sure. Healing power. I mean, you know, how many people have we had been praying for our pops um, and just asking for, for some type of healing and it's just constantly gone worse. So a personal, I mean, the, the prayer is helped us deal with it, you know, but has it actually healed him? No, no, he's not doing very good. <laughs> well, yeah. And uh, Krista 33 said mindset definitely has a major impact on the physical body. And that's, that's exactly kind of what I was saying. Like, you know, if you're constantly, you know, black pilled in a bad mood and, and this and that and the other, man, it just seems like everything else around you is bad. But if you try to look for the good and everything, um, you know, it really can change your, your look on things and your outlook on things, I believe. Yeah, I don't I can't imagine living my life in a pessimistic manner, thinking the world's going to end every day, you know, waking up, just waiting for a shoe to drop and, uh, you know, ex- expecting everything from. Uh, damnation to world wars. I just, <laughs> I can't imagine living like that. I mean, it would, if you would spend more time being positive and seeking positive outcomes, then we would all be better off. Well, here's what I know for sure. There's more of us good people with good vibrations and good positivity and good positive things than there is bad people. And that tide has been turning over the course of the last four or five years. And I know everybody feels it. So just that and alone says a lot. Yeah. And, you know, what I don't know is what what um, what forces and what, you know, like I always, you know, for, for instance, like the Ouija board or whatever. Right. Like you don't know what forces you're fucking with there. Right. Same with same with like this kind of stuff. Like maybe maybe we're dealing with powers that there's a reason why we shouldn't <laughs> we shouldn't be uh, accessing those powers. Right. There's maybe maybe there's consequences to these things. And maybe that's why. Uh, we haven't been told the truth about uh, our abilities and why we only use a percentage of our brain. You know what I'm saying? Well, that also includes just to kind of comment on, you know, a Gary Flesner out there, you know, everybody has the right to opinion that, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, that that's yeah. super important, but it's also has to be, everyone has a right to discuss it. And that's the part that we don't have. That's the part that we need more of. We need open discussions. We, yeah. I mean, if you want to come out and say you think there's a war going to happen, then say it. We, I mean, then say it because a lot of people might feel that same way, but we're going to say what we think too. The common goal is all still the same regardless, right? Yeah. The common goal is for the future generations 
um, and, and to wake people up. That's the common goal. That's what we're all here for. That's all we need to worry about. One, one thing's for sure. There's plenty of evidence that the world's gone to shit under, under this uh, new administration. Uh, Israeli army says yesterday that they carried out a targeted assassination against the head of Hamas military intelligence. This dropped and then was deleted off of Twitter. So I don't know if you saw that that building that was hit by two missiles that collapsed either side of the building. That was the Hamas headquarters uh, with information tied directly to Iran. So there you go. Right. Yeah. Um, Secondarily, this this happened last night about 730 as uh, Amy Joe was was getting a bunch of alerts that something bad was happening. I don't know. Over 500 missiles fired all at once and several children killed all kinds of innocent people targeted. And it's it's just it's, it is bad. There's no doubt about it. But again, I don't. I mean, what do you? Who do you think is going to win? Pickup trucks or uh, Israelis' army? That's the thing that is is very apparent. Um, you know, that's the thing that I don't think people realize is that's a huge difference that we're talking about there. And I think this stems from I think the initial uh think event that kicked this off which was not talked about which we did talk about if you if you listen closely um is that that massive fire that we talked about Joe in uh in Iran at the Bashir nuclear plant again uh that plant gets hit with something at that that was around the 7th of May that that happened and then we had the western wall stuff happen that 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 weekend as well i think that was a response and a and a a uh the uh, coded messaging to the you know Hamas operatives and Hezbollah operatives to cause problems, and now you're seeing uh, Israel saying, "You know what? We're about done with this shit." So um, they're going to put an end to it, and the peace deal will continue to move forward. Yep, that's what I'm, I believe. I choose to I'm, believe that uh, the future is bright, and the forces that President Trump and the team put in place. To, uh, to ensure Middle East peace, that those are still on track. And they're going to try to do everything they can to right, to stop it. Um, but, I mean, let's be real. Israel is done fucking around with Democrats. They're about sick and tired of the BDS uh, anti-Jewish party that hates, uh, the, that blames everything on the Jewish people, which I'll grant you the Mossad has their their hands in all kinds of stuff. It would not surprise me if Mossad had a hand in starting whatever this is. It would not surprise me one bit. But to try to summarize the, a whole group of people based on what the Mossad does just is pointless to me. Yeah, Glenn, we talked about that money that Biden also uh, gave to Iran that obviously went to Hamas. And that was why I mentioned that yesterday as well. Uh, that was something that Trump took away and Biden reinstated. So it was like 230 or 235 mil that went out there. So I don't know, man. I just, I, you know, nobody knows where this is going to go. I do know that there's been no shortage of, of three and six and a couple month day wars uh, over the past 20 years. And not one of them has caused a world war. So uh, to make the jump from this to a world war is is just I don't get it, man. I don't I don't understand making predictions like that. That is just doom and gloom. It's pointless to me. I concur, brother. I concur. So we've been trying to get to this for a while, Joe, and you you highlighted this and I, I didn't get a chance to really, really discuss it. And I wanted to make sure I did that today. Corey Diggs on her website has a article that Joe highlighted. Uh, uh, I think it was Friday or 
Monday. Anyways, James Fitzgerald put this out there. Local bills foster the big fight back, and I kind of wanted to cover some of this. I'm just going to scan through some of them, Joe, and um, you know, bring up uh, some more optimism about what states are doing to address the radical left, not just uh, election reform and protecting the Second Amendment, but uh, to address the radical left's agenda. This article, real real quick, um, you know, because when I send stuff out after the show, I go to Gab and I send all, all of the links out that I have. This is an article that didn't get pushed around too much, and I really wish that it would have, so I'm glad you're covering it. It's really well done. Arizona, uh, um, Ducey uh, worked to get a second 2A sanctuary state and election integrity uh, dealt with, and he also, there was also something dropped today by Ducey. I, I missed what it was exactly, but uh, that looked very positive as well. Arkansas is uh, has passed uh, legislation to save the Adolescents from Experimentation Act. Amazing concept. That was the the bill signed by Asa Hutchinson to stop testing uh, um, drugs on our kids to turn them male or female or, or otherwise. Uh, they also worked on critical race theory and vaccine passports to protect uh, freedom in America. Florida, as you, as we talk, we've covered plenty, has done a great job, so I'm not going to double cover that again. Georgia actually has an Election Integrity Act. Um, it's a huge overhaul of election rules that was passed by Republican-controlled Georgia legislature that enacts limitations on mail-in balloting. It doesn't go far enough, but it's better than it was. Idaho uh, addressing critical race theory. Iowa also, and also working uh, to get a two-way sanctuary state passed, which was, uh, let's see, looks like they're working on that now. Um Florida, Idaho, Montana, Texas, and Iowa working on the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act. You know, may actually have women compete in women's sports. Amazing concept. Uh, Kansas, uh, gun rights cases and election integrity as well. Missouri, 2A sanctuary state, as well as Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oklahoma. Also working on Save Women Sports Acts and cr- Critical Race Theory, uh, addressing that in Oklahoma as well. Tennessee, 2A sanctuary state as well. Uh, Texas, critical race theory, election integrity, West Virginia, two-way sanctuary state, and critical race theory uh, addressing those issues as well. So just a quick summary of state by state. I know Wisconsin wasn't on this fucking list, Joe. Ugh. Imagine that, huh? I didn't see Illinois on there either, but I'm not surprised by that. Mm-hmm. So do me a favor, guys, and you know if you're looking for a little bit of an optimistic story about what uh, legislatures are doing, uh, you know, once again, conservative legislatures are leading the way with really good stuff there for sure. Absolutely. And it seems like you said, it seems like all of it's common sense. It seems like it should be in every single state. Uh, But uh, as you just mentioned, it's unfortunately not. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. Um, I was uh, interacting with Julie Kelly uh, for several years now until I get dumped off of Facebook and lost half of my uh, journalists that were following me. They had about 10 or 15 of them that were following me. It kind of sucks, but whatever. Uh, We still deal with it, and we try to highlight her work whenever we get a chance. And I wanted to highlight this article that she dropped. I think it was yesterday. Um, Why is the government hiding January 6th video footage? Now, that's the first I really heard of that. I, I assume that there's footage that's that's going to be going under testimony. So, you know, maybe some of this has been subpoenaed for ongoing cases and things like that. But Julie did a really good job of breaking this down, fighting, fighting, against the, uh, fighting back against the blackout. Several attorneys are working to get information in, in some of these videos that aren't uh, being uh, used for uh, court cases to be released, and they're not releasing that footage. So there is – where is it? skipped over it. There it is. 
Defense attorneys in the media are now fighting back the video blackout. During a detention hearing last month, the two men accused of uh, spraying Officer Sicknick both have been behind bars and denied bail since their arrest in March. Defense lawyers objected to their government's use of cherry-picked video. They couldn't see in its in, in its full context. Go freaking figure, which means it will contain exculpatory evidence. So. Um, it appears that, uh, in general, that the people that were inside the uh, courthouse, or excuse me, uh, inside the Capitol building, uh, are are basically being railroaded into into silence. We've seen uh, both sides of the aisle uh, talk about unfair treatment and and being you know uh, put in solitary confinement as well, Joe. But uh, in general, there, there's a lot more in that article that Julie Kelly brought brought to us uh, yesterday that's worth your time. So when you get time, grab that link. It'll be up on the website as well. Check that out. There's really good information in there about the different court cases that are going on and uh, people that were there that rights are being denied and all kinds of stuff. It's pretty interesting. Awesome. Awesome article. Good catch. I didn't see that one, so I'm glad you caught that. Yeah, I've been missing Julie Kelly's work because I really love reading her writing because she's fun to read and she's fun to to uh, you know highlight some of her her snarkiness. I, I miss kind of miss reading her stuff, so I'm gonna try to keep a closer eye on American Greatness. And also, uh, when you if you want to go check over AmericanGreatness.com, um, uh, Victor Davis Hansen had a new article out today that was interesting. It was a fairly long article, so I didn't want to uh, get into it too much today. I didn't have time, but pretty interesting for sure. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It sucks that, uh, you know, like you said, I, I, even I, you know, we both discussed this on how much it sucks when we lost our Twitters and our Facebooks, man, because we usually, we literally use those as our, as our aggregators basically. And so when we both lost them, we're both, we're scrambling, but, uh, we got a pretty good setup going now. Yeah, it's tough. It's, you know, it took us a while to revamp how we got our sources and our information, and I lost a bunch of you know sources I'd vetted over like a six-year period. That really sucks. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Uh, uh, anyways, um, let's see what else did I have here. This one, and I'll get I'll get us get you in here to see what uh, what some of the top ones that you saw today. Uh, I we talked about this hacker thing a little bit, and I tried to highlight some of the groups so that those of you that may have wanted to dig a little bit deeper on it. Hackers claim to have stolen 250 gig from Washington D.C. police. I gotta tell you, I I kind of want to see this information. <laughs> I want This is like uh, reports and and psychology exams and all kinds of interesting stuff. I'd like to see. Uh, how many problem child are in the Washington D.C. Police Department, and uh, get get uh, you know uh, get passes <laughs> to uh, to continue to be a, an officer in some way? Uh, but the gang one is a babook published uh, its claim on official website saying that they had stolen files from all kinds of uh, D.C. Police Department personnel and and asked them to pay a ransom. And the, I guess the D.C. Police said, "Nah, fuck that." Um, but so. Um, I guess this stuff is being posted in a spot where they where it's kind of tough to find. So if anybody has a way of locating where this group is uh, posting, I'd like to I'd like to dig into that a little bit. Uh, if you can send me anything, uh, McAfee has a breakdown of Babook, which I thought you guys might find interesting. However, as well, the Babook ransomware is a new ransomware discovered in uh, 2021, actually in or mid February 2021. So this thing's been around, you know, since right after the election. Funny how that works, isn't it? Uh, it, Imagine that. Yeah, it has impacted at least five big enterprises, with uh, one already paying criminals eighty-five thousand dollars after no negotiations. 
As with other variants, this ransomware is deployed in a network of enterprises that the criminals carefully target and compromise. Using MVision Insights, McAfee was able to plot the telemetry of targets, uh, revealing that the group is currently targeting the transportation, healthcare, plastic, electronics, and agricultural sectors across the whole world, especially and you know noticeably. Italy being the top one being targeted, Spain the second top being targeted, and then you come to uh, the United States and China and, uh, let's see, South Africa, um, where else we have here, India, Oman looks like, um, and then uh, Germany and UK. So those, it's, you know, it's interesting how far it's spread around all over the world, which I found to be, hmm, uh, makes you wonder what what these groups are, are up to, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So it sure does. There's a really good breakdown. This one just happened to pop up, um, you know, just from a virus website that uh, that that when I searched Babu ransomware. Uh, but if you want that, uh, grab that over there. All right, let me get uh, Joe in here to see what uh, you had for the top story today, and then I'll get to uh, the other interesting stuff that I got here lined up for you guys. Let me do two uh, two quick things I want to cover real quick. One that's just kind of funny, and I gotta cover it. Uh, Chick-fil-A apologizes for company-wide sauce shortage, and that's not actually the funny part. (laughs) What's actually funny is this, Keystone XL pipeline to be repurposed to transport Chick-fil-A sauce. (laughs) (laughs) This is out of the Babylon Bee in response to a national sauce (laughs) sauce shortage brought on by supply chain issues. Chick-fil-A has purchased the Keystone XL pipeline and repurposed it to carry millions of gallons of glorious Chick-fil-A sauce to desperate Americans. (laughs) Oh, I just thought that was funny. Sorry. I had to cover that guys. Um, if you haven't been following Todd Benzman, he has been doing some amazing work. I know we talk about him often, but there's some stuff. If you guys can, uh, even I'm not on Twitter, as you can see, but I'm on Twitter. I can still follow him. Just can't comment or share or anything else, but um, you can see the holes right here in the wall. Um, If you look at that video, let me open this up a little bit. You see that you see those giant holes in the wall. Amazing. What is the um, what, is, what in the hell? <laughs> damn it. Sorry about that. That's weird, dude. Why would they have a wall and then just stop? I know. Um, so great work from the helicopter, but not only from the helicopter, um, they've been doing on the ground work. Uh, as you can see here is another video of just a bunch of people wandering in uh the near the Rio Grande whole family of people um then he's up in the helicopters as well they're driving around they're actually finding this it says the santa morta uh in the notorious drug smuggling town roma worshipped by cartel murderers and operators so you know they're also driving around and obviously looking for these kind of signs as well but uh recently uh, they also, of course, have the National Guard there, so they're help uh, protecting the Rio at Fronten for drug trafficking central. Um, more children being entered in. He's also on YouTube. If you go to YouTube, you can check out some more videos there. But the most recent thing is this is what they do. This is what Border Patrol agents do all day long. They take pictures, get their names. That's it. That's how they spend their day. Hours and hours. The last video that, or the most recent video he posted, which is this one, it looks like they're finally rolling in some help, which is good news. 
the Texas Highway Patrol. They got four of these boats, according to Todd Benzman. And as you can see, they are heavily equipped as well. So that's good news that that's coming out there. He was on Just the News as well. Um, did a great little interview there. Here's some more pictures of the boats that they're sending in there. Um, some heavy-duty artillery. What was that? Holy cow. Go back to that. That's uh looks like those look like fifty cals actually. I was gonna say, I think that's what he said. Let me go back here. I think they were fifty cal. Uh it doesn't say. But man, he he has just been on fire. So I just kind of wanted to bring that up that he is on top of it. You know, obviously they got the National Guard to doing the groundwork uh to help fight the the cartels. Um they also are driving around and noticing, you know stickers and stuff on cars. So I'm sure they're following and paying attention to those. They've got the helicopters where they're watching that way. Um, they also have the highway patrol, obviously involved with boats and also helping near the border as well. So they literally have every resource possible helping down there. It's just unbelievable. And yet no fucking Kamala Harris around anywhere. Yeah, not not even not even addressing it to the to the least. No, nobody in the administration no. is, which is just baffling. Actually, no, it's not. It's expected, no, I guess. It's about right. Just yeah. like the gas issue, you know, five days now and not a word. Yeah, Trump's right. <laughs> if they if that if he was in, they would be screaming bloody murder right now, blaming it on him. Yep. Yes, they would. Good stuff. Good stuff, bro, for sure. So check this shit out. Um, we we were talking about how the um. The Republicans did a good job of standing up against trying to get bailouts for states. And uh, I was you know, trying to highlight something that was positive there. Well, now it's going into action. The Treasury rescue isn't going to bail out Chicago and Jersey from their debt. <laughs> so the Treasury is saying, uh, sending a message to states and cities that have uh, billions of dollars in aid from the American Rescue Plan is uh, should should provide relief to residents, not their government's debt burdens. What an amazing concept. The department on Monday released guidance on how state and local governments can use the $350 billion in funding from Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion rescue plan. Uh, the funds are intended to help states and local governments make up for lost revenue, curve the pandemic, bolster economic recoveries, and support industries hit by COVID-19 restrictions. They are being specific with those that group of uh of reasoning, which I didn't see pension payoff in there. Did you, Joe? Nope, nothing. <laughs> I didn't see uh, uh, the state debt because uh, their their debt rate, their credit rating can't go up ab- above junk bond at this point. I didn't see that covered in there either. Um, I didn't see new taxes and 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 other stuff in there for the or any kind of. Uh, actually, I didn't see any uh, uh, red light cameras in there either. <laughs> nope. So a good news story that the Treasury is putting out guidance that, uh, yeah, your debt's your fucking problem, not ours. So I hope that continues. Uh, Tennessee last week uh, was the latest state uh, dropping a $300 a week uh, federal unemployment benefit addition. So that's pretty interesting. More and more states are moving now to get people off their asses and go get a job, which I think is important. Uh, there's no shortage of, uh, of um, shortage in the market right now for, for people who are working, trying to work. Uh, but there's a, no shortage of people who are rather enjoying the extra three hundred dollars that they were getting. While Iowa, North Dakota, Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas, South Carolina, uh, Montana, um, and 
Let's see. Was there? I think there was another one here too. Maybe not. Maybe that's all of them. Uh, Tennessee now adding to the list as well of states that are uh, getting rid of that uh, extra unemployment benefit is because all of these states have labor demands that they can't fill, which is interesting. Yeah, I got a quick story on my rapid fire about that as well. Pretty interesting for sure. So uh, I just found that to be interesting. I mean, I'm just kind of shocked that the <laughs> I would have thought that the Biden administration would have told the Treasury since they're you know part of the government now. Uh, anyways, um, the, what they can and can't do. But the Treasury is acting on their own, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. More than 120 retired generals and admirals sign a letter questioning the 2020 election and Biden's mental health. <laughs> Remember all the retired generals that were uh, ripping on Trump constantly? Well, we got our fair share of uh, actual awake generals that are sick and tired of this shit, too. Um, so without a fair and honest election to accurately reflect the, the will of the people, our constitutional public is lost, said the letter signed by Flag Officers for America. So... I would like to uh, I would like to talk to these guys. So we maybe we can get these guys on. Uh, here's the yeah, letter. Right. Here's the here's the letter right here, uh, signed by everyone from rear admirals to brigadier generals to lieutenant generals and uh, more rear admirals. Um, uh, let's see, there's an admiral, uh, vice admirals. Wow. Um, let's see, and a bunch of uh, major generals as well. So, yeah, no shortage of uh, of people that um, that are. Six and tired of this. It says during the 2020 election, an open letter from senior military letters was signed by 317 retired generals and admirals. It said the 2020 election could be the most important election since our country was founded. Quote, with the Democrat Party welcoming socialists and Marxists, our historic way of life is at stake. Unfortunately, that statement's tr- truth was quickly revealed beginning the election process itself. What was that? Oh, Amazon truck. So. Uh, interesting story for sure, uh, to say the least, Joe. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, let's see. Man, I still got like four or five more, bro. Four more. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do I have here? This one was from Justin News. Judge orders IRS to reveal if it criminally investigated Clinton Foundation. <laughs> citing Good idea. A, citing a records gap. <laughs> no, really? Like the entire thing is missing? Also known as records destroyed. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Tax court refuses to dismiss whistleblowers case involving famous political family charity reminds uh, remands case back to the agency to fill in the blanks. So uh, interesting. U.S. tax court judge has ordered IRS to reveal if it criminally investigated the Clinton Foundation, directing the agency to cure a mysterious gap in the records in its case. <laughs> you gotta love how they put that. Um. Let's see. Uh, Gustin remanded the case back to the IRS whistleblower's office, saying the agency's claim there was no criminal investigation against the Clinton Foundation was not supported by the administrative record and thus constituted an abuse of discretion. So they're saying that they they was investigated. The records were destroyed. Huh. Where are those records? Unbelievable. Where was Lisa Page when that happened? <laughs> Probably close by. <laughs> Oh, thanks. Uh, Palladius said the pipeline that was shut down by the cyber attack was uh, restarted at 5 p.m. today. Oh, nice. That's good news. Or Eastern, I guess that is. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah. Maybe we can get back to some normal gas prices. uh, Probably not. It's going to be like this probably the rest of the year. Continue to go up. And people can stop filling up uh, bags of (laughs) of gasoline. God, what what a moron. Who uses a plastic bag to fill up gas? 
And then when the gas eats through it, try to put it into another plastic bag. Oh, my God, dude. Some of the shit I seen today was, you know, it's just, uh, what was it? Not, yeah, survival of the fittest. Is that what they call it? Or I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. some of these people are so stupid. Man, I don't fucking know. Um, so the Vatican had words. You want to hear them? Yeah, this will be interesting. Check this shit out, guys. And the Pope has launched a task force in honor of the former judge to formally excommunicate members of mafia groups, especially those who hide behind Christian imagery. Previous popes have explicitly condemned the mafia on many occasions. John Paul II did so during his trip to Sicily in 1993. I address those... Responsible. Convert. One day God's Benedict judgment will come. Benedict XVI also condemned the mafia in Palermo. Do not yield to the suggestions of the mafia, which is the way of death. John Paul. My favorite, by the way. Incompatible with the gospel, as your bishops have so often told you. As did Pope Francis during this meeting with victims of the mafia. Convert, you still have time, says Francis. I don't know what he wants to convert to, but to avoid ending in inferno. This is what awaits you if you continue on this path. The working group will gather material to formally excommunicate all mafia groups, including those linked to drug smuggling, human trafficking, and crime wherever they are active in the world. Huh! The mafia involved in human trafficking and smuggling. Hmm. Never heard of that before. <laughs> so I found that to be pretty freaking interesting, dude, that uh, the Vatican wow. is standing up against the mafia again under this pope. Not my, my pope. guess. Not, yeah, not my pope. My guess is that, uh, you know, here, uh, can you guys take all this blame for me? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it seems like to me. I don't know. It could be. Uh, it's interesting. It started with a, a murder of a of a judge uh, by the mafia in the '90s. Is when the, uh, it started to become a problem. Uh, it must be when the uh, you know the, the Sicilian mafia took over Chicago. Same same time frame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pope should speak to to politicians in Chicago as well. Holy shit! That's I got them all done, dude. Awesome. Hilarious. Sweet. Unbelievable. So, yeah, man. Uh, pretty interesting. Francis the evil bitch. True, true. Good to see you over there. I hope all is well across the, over there in Down Under. Glenn, good to see you out there. Uh, let's see. Gary's still hanging. Good to see you, brother. I have to save face. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see. Operation Look Over Here. Yeah, it could be. You're probably right. They probably there's the Pope's probably directly involved in it, so you probably got a point there for sure, Kristen. <laughs> that's that's what I think too, Kristen. I think that's just a whole cover up, smoke and mirrors. You got that right, Belushi. You got that right. All right. So, uh, excuse me, trying to clear my throat here. Uh, let's see what else was out there today, Joe. Let me check uh, the folders here. We'll get uh, to your uh, rapid fire segment here in just a moment. Uh, well, we talked about that one before the show. If you want to talk about that now, about uh, the vaccine, yeah, go ahead. 
Um, just kind of an interesting story. It says the U.S. Army surpasses one million COVID vaccines administered at the medical treatment facilities. And I was like, is there one million U.S. Army <laughs> anyways? I didn't. That seems like an awful lot. Right. So we did a little uh, bit. Yeah. of We did a little bit of research. The, it says that they do have um, Army active duty of 479 and then about 336,000 National Guard, which is still less than a million. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me get my toes and fingers out. One, <laughs> two. But there is some Army reserves here that says 282. Um, okay, so now we're at 1.2 million total, including the Army reserves. How in the hell? Go back to that headline. Yeah. How in so, the hell? How in the hell you telling me that all million of the um, U.S. Army took the vaccine and only about 200K didn't? Wait, is that so what you're trying to tell me? it's at their facility. So maybe is it, okay, so is this, is this civilians too maybe then? 80 facilities around the world to service members. Ah, service members, families, civilians, contractors, and other eligible beneficiaries. There you go. Okay. There's the fine that makes print. Sense. <laughs> yeah, that, but still seems like a lot. I don't know. I still feel like they're pumping these numbers up. I really do. It says um, of those 436 recipients are fully vaccinated and 577 have received the first dose. So the actual number is 436,533, not 1 million. True, that are fully vaccinated, correct. So, yeah, I mean, again, they are kind of inflating the numbers. Why can't you just tell us how many have been vaccinated? If you get just one of the shots, does that actually vaccinate you? No. So why are you counting them? But, of course, they're incredibly proud and thankful for the effort of our medical teams have invested to reach this milestone of one million vaccinations administered. Ugh. And this is straight from the army.mil, by the way, just so you guys, or in case you're wondering. Yeah, there you go. So... I don't know what to make of it, dude. I just, I mean, I can't. Can you imagine saying, yes, I want to be a guinea pig for Big Pharma? I could see like 400 out of the million, 1.2, like less than half would actually take it. I could not see, you know, 95% of the army. Yeah, Gary says most in the army have not. That's what I feel. I feel that's a totally bumped up number. Well, the other thing, too, is uh, the Army was the one working on the actual uh, SARS-2 vaccine, the foundation of COVID, not the not the variant. So I'm wondering if that was uh, if that was part of it. Uh, Bobby over on Facebook says, I heard the military was uh, helping giving shots. Yeah, you're right. I think for a while there they did have some some spots set up. So that could be part of the numbers, too, as well. Bobby, appreciate that. Yeah, good point. All right, guys. Well, good stuff. We'll get over to Joe's uh, rapid-fire segment. We'll take your calls for the second half, and if there's anything you guys want to talk about, bring it. Let's talk. Uh, the, the second hour is the time for discussion, and we hope that uh, maybe we'll get some new people in there to call in today. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. Let me get the rapid-fire segment going. 30 seconds every time, and we'll get Joe in here. Just stand by. Joe, let us know what you caught today that caught your eye in the rapid-fire segment today. 
All right, guys, let's try to get through this. Uh, a lot of interesting things. Uh, this one for sure. This is out of Department of Justice. Man sentenced to 20 years in prison for attempting to provide material support to ISIS. Now, we did report on this previously, but he was actually sentenced today for 20 years in prison. So that is super good news. I just kind of wanted to re-report on that. Muhammad Ali did uh, not, or Muhammad Ali. I was just trying to think of a name. Muhammad did not kill himself. No, he did not. Uh, this was super interesting. ICE removes Guatemalan citizen for alleged human rights violations in connection with the 1982 Dos Eres massacre. Uh, what? <laughs> so, yeah, Otis Morales, uh, Ortiz Morales, 59, a former member of an elite Guatemalan army unit known as the Kabilis is accused of taking part in a massacre in which Guatemalan special forces executed 200 unarmed villagers including women and children well good thing he's not in the united states anymore uh, <laughs> anymore yeah keyword anymore these this is the kind of people that we need to know is in our country yes Biden. indeed yes indeed so this was an unsealed indictment that came out of the department of justice Two no there's none of those there's no ones there's no indictments this is one right here. I'm telling you, an indicted uh, indictment charging a District of Columbia man and Connecticut woman with perpetuating an advanced fee and investment fraud scheme that defrauded more than 20 victims of more than two million dollars was unsealed today in the District of Columbia. So very interesting uh, little news there. Um, there was, I mean, actually this. I think there's a lot more to this, especially when it says at the bottom, the FBI is investigating the case. So we'll see what happens. I think there's still more coming out about that, that one. What was that name at the top? Scroll down a little bit. Was it Melissa Shapiro? 63 um, of Connecticut. Yeah. Oh, the AESG. This is the that shell company. Yeah, I remember this. The a- AESG uh, scam. It was another, <laughs> it was another uh, Bernie Madoff. Exactly. It was they were conspired to engage in a scheme through a shell company they controlled, which they called American Eagle Services Group. Again, this is just normally business as usual. That stuff that we've seen change a lot over the past year or two. We've seen that's no longer business as usual. Exactly. That's the thing that I'm still seeing here is even though Trump's not in, (laughs) you know, we know this is I don't know. Okay. anyways, moving on. This is super interesting. Corey Diggs dropped this video. If you guys get a chance, uh, they don't want people to see people like us interview with Dell Bigtree and three injured healthcare workers from receiving the COVID injection. So you're not going to see this floating around on the internet. Definitely go to CoreyDiggs.com. I think it was about an hour, a little over an hour. Let me see here. Uh, I can't play it, but I think it was about an hour or so. So if you get a chance, go check that out. These three ladies explain their stories um, of, of what happened to them. Uh, so very interesting stuff. Uh, good news. Remington ammunitions say they are working 24 seven to combat ammo store or, uh, ammo, ammo shortage. I don't know why ammo shortage was so hard to say, still hard to say, uh, but it says, Remington says, (laughs) spit it out. It's not yours. Green. It says green. The big green is back and ammo shortage will soon end. So that is good news for you guys. Look at all those. Ooh. Very interesting. 
Yeah, no Good doubt. To hear. I'm just gonna do a quick check. I'll do the check after the after your news blitz to see how how we're looking on uh, ammo. Uh, this was out of the. Oh yeah, I just wanted to touch on this real quick. This was out of Congress.gov. Um, sorry, you guys probably can't see this. Let me try to open it up. But basically, this is the puppies assisting wounded service members for Veterans Therapy Act, or the pause for Veterans Therapy Act. This has been extended another five years. What's nice is the bill authorized the VA to provide service dogs to veterans with mental illnesses, regardless of whether they have mobility impairment. So very good news to hear there. Yeah, I love that program for sure, man. Yeah, that's really good stuff. South Carolina makes school masks optional, bans of vaccine uh, passports. And I believe I saw a report in chat that North Carolina and South Carolina have um, both gone and made school masks optional. Um, I don't know about uh, North Carolina making uh, banning the vaccine passports yet, but I do believe I saw someone in chat say that. So that's good news. Uh, Ellen, I had to report on this real quick. Poor Ellen is ending her show after workplace misconduct scandal and plummeting ratings. Oh, I'm not even going to read this, but I just thought it was it was hilarious. Discovery of massive bridge crack forces the U.S. Coast Guard to close portions of the Mississippi River. What? Look at the size of this bridge. Uh, Where's the crack, you might ask? Oh, nowhere. Just right in about the middle of the bridge. Unfreaking believable. So. Yeah, that's closed now. <laughs> Meanwhile, Democrats are trying to fund uh, future election fraud. Yeah. yeah, let's worry about that first. Don't worry about the bridges and the massive cracks. By the way, there's a couple here in Illinois y'all need to be uh, repairing as well. Um, FCC, ED Financial Crime News Network, former BP oil executive gets 54 months in prison um, in a Singapore bribery scheme. Hmm. Former director of BP Singapore was jailed for 54 months in order to pay $6.2 million on Tuesday for taking bribes. Clarence Changpeng Hong had suggested that Kong Seng Lee set up Pacific Prime Trading, a petroleum and petroleum product wholesaler, to be traded counterpart of BP. That was bullshit. That was bullshit. So uh, 52 months doesn't seem like a whole lot for $6.2 million worth of BS trading. But nonetheless, he's going to jail. Uh, Next one, this is what I was talking about when we were talking about nobody wants to work. Well, a restaurant is forced to close seven locations because it can't find help. Where is this? New Jersey, New York. Uh, New York C4 restaurant is forced to close all seven of its locations on Sundays because it can't find enough workers. Ted's Fish Fry uh, which has been uh, seven locations in the Albany area, will no longer serve customers on Sundays blaming coronavirus. And nobody wants to week work. Everybody wants to stay home. Of course, that $300 supplement is sure adding to that, isn't it? There you go. So this one out of the WND media, state lawmaker proposes oversight of fact checkers. What? Well, there's an idea. This is awesome, and it's out of Michigan. Republican state rep Matt Maddock introduced a bill that would require fact-checkers to register with the state and would fine them $1,000 per day if they failed to do so. Well, there's a fucking good idea. 
who is this? Maddock, uh, Maddock, whose wife, Michonne Maddock, is uh, co-chair of Michigan's Republican Party. I love it. I love it. That's good stuff there, man. Well, I don't know. <laughs> what, that's, what does that lead to the Ministry of Truth next? Well, the, yeah, well, all right, all right. Good point there. Good point there. I mean, you know, is it is it the is it state's responsibility to 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 get involved in? I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying either way, but uh, it's it could be a slippery slope there too. No, that's true. That's true, man. Uh, just the last one I had. I had to comment on this. Nancy Pelosi takes shots at Republicans for Liz Cheney's removal from leadership. Republicans must take back the party. That's when you know that you're doing the right thing (laughs) is when Pelosi takes a shot at the Republicans must be taking back their party when we just removed leadership. That's when you know you're doing the right thing. That's uh, that's all I got for you on the rapid fire today, brother. You fat bearded bitch! There you go. Late on the fat bearded bitch, but you mentioned Pelosi. That's that button's just for her. That's perfect. She That's should, perfect. She should feel honored that she has her own button on my soundboard. It's pretty special, man. <laughs> not many do. Not many people do. <laughs> All right. Good stuff there today, Joe, for sure. As always, appreciate it. Um, and uh, let's see here. We got the top there. Yes, we are. All right. We got a, we'll get you guys' calls here. Uh, stand by for that. Let me get a minute and a half of your time for our show sponsor, RiseAttireUSA.com. Check them out when you get time. Discount code ABEWAVE. Check it out. Rise Attire. USA.com. A minute and a half of your time. We'll be right back. We've reached a pivotal moment in the Great Awakening. Culture was hijacked and weaponized a long time ago. But now, we see it as the final battlefront of the information war of good versus evil. So, get in. We're hijacking it back for the cause. Here at Rise Attire, we spit on the garbage narratives of mainstream media propaganda. It's a means to an end for the agenda of the corporate elite globalist cabal. Welcome to Clown World. It's all a fake joke. But you're not. You are real. So, recognize us? We are Rise Attire and we've got the solution for all your based apparel needs. We do premium, top shelf, cut and sew apparel that's 100% made in America and 100% evil free. Guaranteed. Mimetic messaging and dope style will have you maneuvering through clowns with swagger in no time. Plant red pills in the minds of normies, attract more base people into your life, and give a big middle finger to the system. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com now. Repping truth never looks so good. Rise proudly sponsors Brothers Uncensored. Use promo code ABEWAVE for 10% off your first purchase. And we greatly appreciate Rise Attire for helping us keep Brothers Uncensored on the air. Because of them and because of all of you, we were able to uh, help cover the cost monthly of what it takes to stream on all these different platforms and try to present a show that you actually want to watch. And thank you for all for being here. We very much do appreciate you for joining us here today, as you do every day. All right. Uh, hey, just real quick, you know what was funny is, you know, we got uh, when we got done on Monday with Robert Patrick Lewis, and we got off off of air. The first thing he says was, "Man, that rise rise attire video was awesome." <laughs> he loved it as well. So good work. It is out good. There. I kind of want to hear "Delete the Elite." I might fit that in here at the at the bottom of the yard. It's been a while since we heard "Delete the Elite," and I, <laughs> I, I love that uh, that thing they did too. It is good. I saw rise uh, attire was live yesterday on Foxhole doing a uh, kind of uh, 
uh, mimetic warfare style stuff. It was pretty awesome to watch. If you guys get time, check out their uh, their channel as well and help support them on that front as well. Yeah, he does. He does good work, man. He really does. And he had a great interview uh, as well with Methods. I believe it was Sunday. Yeah, or uh, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. That was really a good interview as well. Same with uh, Descending a Brand. Uh, yeah, that was Sunday. Was Descending a Brand. That was another good uh, story to hear uh, as well. Very interesting from uh, the nine eleven aspect. Very cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good shit. For, uh, shout out to Methods as always. You've been doing uh, great work as always, man. It's good to have you back. All right, uh, let's get uh, Dolphin in here. J Bell says uh, uh, just ordered three shirts. Uh, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, Rise of Tire has got some good good shit there for sure. But let's uh, get Dolphin in here. How are you doing today, Dolphin? I'm doing good, fellas. I appreciate you taking my call. Oh, glad you're here, Dolphin. And yeah, I don't know if you caught the opening, but I did read off. I did read off your opening. It's still good, man. I like it. <laughs> I tried. It was not what I wanted to do, but it's. I guess it still worked. Ah, it was great, man. I appreciate it. What's on your mind today, man? I'm just the um. Let's see how to put this. Uh, 412 said it yesterday that Israel is not our ally, but he was tired of us being the policemen of the world. Yeah, I can agree with that. And yeah, and I'm not wholeheartedly on the Israel isn't our ally. Ally, they. I don't think they are either, but the policemen of the world, I wholeheartedly agree with. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's be real. Do, do, is there any Americans that really want Israel to fall? I just it, people that would, would want that. I just don't understand the reasoning behind it. I. You know, the, the history of, of the Jewish people and their influence in world politics and banking and whatever else is, is one thing. I think that should be separated from the people of Israel who are just trying to live their lives uh, in peace. So I, I think that also often gets clouded too often. It's, I mean, would, would, uh, should, should other countries blame us for the CIA? <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I was going on the, the fact of us being a policeman of the world. Yeah, I agree but with that. I have that. to understand, I, I was in Desert Shield and Desert Storm. Gotcha, and gotcha. It right away clicked with me. This is my red pill moment. Is it clicked with me? Uh, this is nothing more then the powers that be, I didn't call them deep state back then, but the powers that be are sitting there telling Saddam Hussein, you can't do this because we don't want you to do this. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm, I understand. You know, it's, um, it, it shouldn't be our fight every time that we should be using last resort uh, on any kind of policy when it comes to our forces worldwide. And we have 
an AUMF that's being used to an authorization for use of military force that's being used to to fight wars in areas where it was never meant to be fought. And I I really respect uh, Rand Paul, um, let's see, Ted Cruz, uh, several others who tried to stand up against using the AUMF, as President Trump did, to um, to you know expand what he was trying to do in Syria and other places, uh, we we have to get a hold of uh, control of our military back under uh, you know normal matters, not the uses of uh, of a, basically an executive order <laughs> that says I'm going to do this and you can't stop me. Yeah, I I agree with you there, Abe. I, honestly, I do. But I mean, it's just like I was saying back. In 91, 92, I saw all that was happening. I mean, how else can you explain that they would walk all the way up to back into Baghdad and their capital city and then all of a sudden stop? I mean, that's not our our way, I guess you could say, with the military, it's just if you're on a roll, you just keep word on going. Well, I heard that um, there was a coordinate attempted coordination with the Marine Corps on the east side of Baghdad. Uh, they were working their way up, and they hit pretty heavy resistance, and they were trying to time it for an all-in-one assault. That's the way that I read it during when I was studying it while you were Getting, trying not to get killed. Yeah, I was there and it was like, I, but to say a different thing, uh, Abe, I was Air Force and one of the first C-130s that landed in the Kuwait was mine. It was one of the ones I worked on. Gotcha. And I mean, they they talked about me. Um, well, not talked about, but they asked me if I wanted to go, and I was like, "Really, I don't care," because I knew the whole time that this was not. I don't know how to explain it to people that they would understand. Well, here's my take on it, and this is, you know, I studied it as a, like how a war college would while while it was happening, obsessively. Like, you, you have no clue how obsessively. Um, basically, I spent all day long figuring out what was happening by the hour in, in, during, in these war zones during the war because I had family and friends there, and, you know, fuck, man. It wasn't easy, but so what, here's what I think, man. I think... I think the strategy that was originally in play to surround and contain Iran and then influence Iran from the neighbors was the smartest policy ever implemented to try to fix the Middle East at the time. The way it was played out and the way that uh, Schwarzkopf fucked it up by letting helicopters in the air and then it just basically the road of death happened and then the American people were just like, no, we're done. And if, if that never would have happened and the American people truly understood what war means, which means death, 
If you go and, and, and raid Kuwait and you rape and pillage uh, and you try to escape, guess what happens? You're going to get freaking blown the fuck up. That's what happens in war. But the American media spun that road of death and at the same time allowed Schwarzkopf allowed um, the Iraqi military to rate, to put the uprisings in the north down by, by allowing them to have their helicopters go. That was the major mistake. Schwarzkopf destroyed any advance that, of, of solving that problem in a much quicker manner by that stupid-ass decision. Yeah, but I was just trying to figure out what, why that decision came up. Well, that road of death was was uh, public influenced. You know, I mean, it's it's similar. I look at it this way: it's similar to uh, Patton. Patton was fucking right. We should have went straight into fucking Moscow and blown the shit out of everything in sight back then. If we would have did that back then, we wouldn't have these fucking problems happening today still. And and uh, Moscow would be a free country, and it would be thriving right now, and it would be an ally against a, a rising China. Similarly, I agree with. The original battle plan, which was contain and then um, subvert Iran from the neighborhoods of uh, Afghanistan and Iraq, because at that point, if you would have kept going and you would have destroyed Iran from the inside, then you would not have the problem that we have today. But instead, here we are, world powers probably got involved and said, no, don't do that yet. We need to save this 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 uh, area as a powder keg for when Hillary gets to be uh, running the area. Okay, but I'm still thinking that the whole reason that we, in 92, that we went up to Iraq and Baghdad and then stopped, if you think back or look into history, okay, um, I have no proof of this, but... I truly believe that the CIA put Saddam Hussein in power in the first place. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, you know, similar so, to uh, Gaddafi. He, he's, a, he's a plant, too. Yeah. So we went up to tell Gaddafi, or Saddam Hussein, hey, look, don't try to take over another country to get their oil. It's not going to work. But we went up. And what, it was not five years, we were back again because Saddam decided to take over Kuwait. Yeah. Without permission of Soros. <laughs> yeah. Without permission of Soros or anybody. <laughs> Rothschild, they were pissed. So what do they do? They, yeah. I mean, you got a point, man. I mean, look, I just look at it from military strategy-wise, and I think the initial battle plan was genius, and I think... Um, I think Schwarzkopf fucked the whole war up, and I think I think history should tell the story that Schwarzkopf is a fuck up and not a uh, American idol the way the fucking U.S. Uh, um, media made Schwarzkopf out to be. He's a fucking moron that ruined that war. I agree with you, and that's probably why I got out in '96. Yeah. Well, thank you for your service, man, and thank you for calling in and supporting the show. I appreciate you very much, man. God bless you, Dolphin. God bless you guys. Have a good night. You too, Dolphin. Really appreciate the call. And yes, thank you for your service, brother. Appreciate it. Dolphin in the house hanging out with us. Always love it. Oh, no one else is here. I didn't I didn't have the calling instructions up, so uh that, that probably <laughs> would have helped, you know. 
that would have been helpful. Uh, just real quick, I see a bunch of people out there in chat as well. Uh, Belushi, Anquavanka, uh, J Bell was out there. Uh, Palladius, if you get a chance and you see Palladius in uh, Foxhole, make him a mod, please. Um, Navy Vet, good to see a filter dog. Um, just all kinds of good. Uh, Leah Worth, good to see you out there. And tons of people in D Live as well. I just uh, want to say thank you all for being here. As you can see, the call in show instructions are now up. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, or just want to tell us to fuck off, Let's do it. Call in. <laughs> right. Um, I did want I did do a quick dig on um on primers. Small pistol primers are available a thousand box, which I think a thousand used to be I don't know, hundred bucks. Uh three hundred bucks from Mountain City. Damn. So three times for the uh, same amount of just primers. Ooh. Um let's see, small pistol primers, Servicios E. So a Mexican company making <laughs> making small pistol primers a ten thousand box for fourteen hundred bucks. I don't. Jeez. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I I don't I don't think I'll trust uh, Mexican primers for my homemade uh, <laughs> homemade bullets. I'll pass on that. That's probably a good idea. That's probably a good idea. Aurelius Lock Val Hall Death to the Cabal. Good to see you guys out there. Common Sense Cult. What's up, brother? Good to see you. So there's that, and then also uh, let's see, did I have to get a call right here. Yeah, it looks like looks like we do have one. Also, I wanted to let you know uh, the alerts that came through today from Live UA. Oh, J Bell, thank you, J Bell. God bless you. Appreciate you Maxing very much. On. There she is. Good to see you out there doing laundry and lurking. Man, multitasking as per usual, Max. And I'm glad you're here. <laughs> hey, what's up, Nick? Good to see you, bro. And I meant what I said, dude. It hasn't. I just I I got to dial it back in the summer, man. I just I was doing too much. And, uh, you know, Joe's got that show going now Sunday night with Texan, and I just I had a cutback, bro. But I wish you the best, ADHD, and let us know what your schedules are and how we can find you. And call in every now and then and let us know how we can find you. I'll help support you in any way I can, bro. Uh, let's see, direct hit on the house in Sardot an hour ago. Biden, in a call with Netanyahu uh, about an hour ago, says uh, Israel has a right to defend itself. Um, POTUS condemned the rocket attacks by Hamas, or wrote... POTUS. I can't even call him POTUS. Hamas and other terrorist groups, including against Jerusalem. Um, Warplanes target internal security headquarters near education roundabout. So it looks like uh, <laughs> there are no civilians to the Israel right now. There are enemy combatants. Um, and there'll probably be all kinds of backlash against Israel for killing innocent people. And none against... Uh, Hamas. Uh, Israeli raids uh, targeted a police station in eastern Gaza and several more interceptions as of right now. Uh, A rocket barrage launched right now. Um, Significant barrage of rockets launched towards central Israel, up towards Haifa. Uh, And that is, it looks like to me, like they're trying to get more and more areas to try to cover more civilian areas to me. So not good. Yeah, not good at all. All right, let's see who we got here. Let's see the Texans in the house. Amy, Joe, and Norm. Cool. We will get you guys all in here to come hang out with us as well. Tonight, 1123 Eastern. Nice timing. Uh, Episode, nice. Okay, cool, man. Um, And what's the best places where people can find you? I'm guessing uh, DLive, bro. Common Sense Cult. ADHD's got a show going on tonight, so check them out when you guys get time. The Texans in the house. How are you today, brother? 
Hey man, I'm doing good, dude. Uh, you actually, I actually got to call in. I'm not in the truck. I'm actually getting loaded. Ah, nice. <laughs> Standing near the air conditioning, I see. <laughs> yeah, more like the heat, man. It's still like 58 freaking degrees up here in Oklahoma. Oh wow. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, man, uh, I wanted to ask you, Alan. Uh, you, you were talking about uh, Schwarzkopf. I mean, that's the first time I ever heard anything like that said about him. Uh, man, could, could you elaborate on that anymore? So right after the main part of the war was completed, after I think it was about two weeks, and they basically said a pause in, uh, a pause in hostilities because they had achieved their objectives uh, of kicking them out of, out of Kuwait. Right after that, we helped our our, our CIA and our military advisors helped um, an uprising happen in Baghdad, in uh, Saddam's hometown, which I forgot the name of it right now, um, and in northern Iraq, all the way up through Mosul. We started an uprising that was meant to overthrow Saddam right after we kicked him out of, out of Kuwait. So it would have been perfect timing for that to happen, and we would have got rid, rid of Saddam, and then we wouldn't have had to go back and get rid of him the second time. So when that happened, we had that that uh, pause in, in hostilities. The next day, as they were getting ready to to uh, start this uprising, that's when uh, the the they were all fleeing Iraq with uh, gold and women and and uh, treasure and all kinds of shit. Like they had they had just basically raided Kuwait and taken gold and uh, you know, Kuwait's treasures, and they were leaving the city. Just as the uprising was getting ready to start, they obviously stopped them from fucking fleeing, which is common sense war. You don't let your enemies flee after just just raping and pillaging a country. So they just stopped that. Then the media, all they did was was uh, hound on that war, that uh, mile of death or whatever it was. While the media was supposed to help uh, promote the uprising. And instead of helping to promote the uprising and getting other media outlets around the world to support it, they covered the road of death. And Saddam was forced, not, not, not Saddam, Schwarzkopf, uh, without the permission of the command, because he was the command leader for the troops back then, uh, allowed uh, the no-fly zone to stop just for helicopters for Saddam, which resulted in Saddam basically massacring, like, I want to say it was like 1.5, it's over a million people. Now, the, the massacre is not talked about, but, you know, you find all those graves and stuff later. Well, that's what it was from. It was from those uprising where they allowed these helicopters to come up and they were barrel bombing them and all, who probably used chemical weapons. I don't know. Who knows? Because you can't really get the truth out, you know. But that's what happened. Schwarzkopf, um, instead of allow, allowing the uprising to continue, allowed the Iraqi government to regain control and stop the uprising and that was what caused us to have to go back to Iraq. And all during this, Bush was president, right? Yep. And, and I, I do remember uh, an interview with uh, uh, Bush, uh, President Bush, when he said, uh, they asked him that question, why didn't you go ahead and uh, continue to take Baghdad? And he said that all of his advisors and world leaders and everything said, Saddam's done. You don't have to worry about him. So he said that uh, uh, he withdrew the attack you know, went ahead and put a halt to it because everybody swore that Saddam was done. I didn't buy that when George Bush said that shit years ago, but, uh, I, I didn't, yeah. 
the creek was uh, Saddam's home. Thank you, Navy vet. But yeah, so yeah, I mean I, that that's really what happened, dude. And Schwarzkopf didn't have uh, didn't have the National Security Council approval to allow the helicopters to go up. He just gave Saddam the approval, which is just baffling to me. Why would you? Why would anybody consider ending that no fly zone in a, in a pause of hostilities when the it's clear the up the people on the ground want to get rid of Saddam. Yeah, no shit. Well, it makes me uh, definitely uh, take a second look at Schwarzkopf. I, I mean, you know, this is this is almost ancient history now, but and it's kind of forgotten. So, uh, you know, yeah, Sean Joe's uh, right. It was it was after the war. It was a Shia revolt, but it was also a Kurd- Kurdish revolt as well. It, and we did abandon them. It, it wasn't directly t- tied to Kuwait. You're correct, it, but. The fact remains, the reason why we had to go back is because of that. And what was uh, what was the other general? Uh, gosh, I don't know what was his name? The one under Schwarzkopf, the the black guy uh, 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 that 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 took over after Schwarzkopf. Yeah, I forgot his name too. It's on the tip of my tongue, but it, some of us, some, yeah. someone out there will remember it. Yeah, well, you know, he was an Obama supporter. He came out and, uh, you know, supported Obama and everything and really makes me wonder about Schwarzkopf and uh, kind of got me questioning if he was a deep state or not now. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. Yeah, Powell. There you go, Chris. Yeah, Powell. Powell, yep. thank you very much. That's the one. Yeah. And he is uh, he, and- he's definitely part of the military-industrial complex. They have, like, their own deep state. Right, right. Uh, man, I, I appreciate you elaborating on that. That's really got me thinking. I'm going to do some digging on that. Like I said, I, I always thought the dude was, you know, just one hell of a general. That's all I'd ever heard. He was one hell of a hero. But, yeah, now that you shine some light on that, yeah, I appreciate that, dude. Well, I, I mean, dude, I, I, I we, we had to do five-paragraph orders when, I, when you become an NCO. So I started to do battle plans and study that kind of stuff as, as I was becoming an NCO. And I took that shit very fucking seriously. So the perspective that I was looking the war on was strategy wise and plan wise. So I, I, I mean, I was just utterly obsessed with what they were doing and how they were doing it. The, the battle plan was absolutely flawless when it came to uh, kicking them out of, out of Kuwait. It's just, once again, either no plan or purposely trying to to stop world events from happening in some way form um you know there, there's some kind of there's there's no sense behind a, the Schwarzkopf uh not supporting the uprising actually uh, they they said that uh Colin Powell was his boss and Sean Joe said that uh that's right yeah, yeah, yeah he was the commander of joint chiefs yeah Man, it was so long ago. I've I forgotten all about the details of who was who. <laughs> Man, everyone but, uh, in chat right now is talking about all the same shit, though, right now. So it's it's a good thing we brought this up. Apparently, it's firing everybody up. Yeah, well, it really pisses me off now because you know that I'm, you know, I feel like I'm I'm pretty uh, awake uh, as to what's going on. But hell, you know, I'm still learning shit every day, just like everybody else, especially about shit that happened, you know, twenty twenty five years ago. So. Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up, Alan. And uh, yeah, that, that's something to definitely uh, take into consideration, and take a look at. I just I find it funny because the media really tried to cover for him. You know, you remember, like he was all he was he was the the darling of the media, and so therefore became the darling of of Americans. <laughs> Good little puppets that we are. You know, I thought he was a great guy too. And I, I loved his his uh, press conferences and shit. You know, I loved the way he kind of handled himself. Uh, but when you look at him strategy wise, either someone got to him or he's the worst general in American history. 
You know, I, I, I had a something that just came back to me. They, they were interviewing, uh, interviewing him uh, back when he's uh, talking about Vietnam and uh, how many lives he American lives he saved in Vietnam and how people didn't want to wear their, uh, there was a uh, flak jacket or whatever. And uh, there was a dude stuck in a minefield. Uh, he found his way into a minefield and, you know, they couldn't figure out how to get him out. And actually uh, Schwarzkopf himself walked through the minefield, picked the guy up and walked him out of the minefield. That's what sticks in my mind about the dude. But, you know, that that's like you said, he was a darling of the media and, they, and that's how they were playing him up with stories like that. I did not know this other thing. It's interesting to see how those stories are told. You know what I'm saying? Kerry uh, is another one like that where, where he's celebrated as a hero. So was, so was McCain where he had these media stories about this amazing thing that these guys did. And somehow they get put transformed into a, a traitorous dump fuck who, who ended up got a bunch of people killed into a future Senator. It's funny how it works. <laughs> yeah 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 mccain blew half a damn ship up an aircraft carrier you know and uh, killed killed a lot of people in the forest all and if his daddy wasn't an admiral uh shit that would probably shot him right there on the he spot spent the rest of his life in leavenworth for being a fucking drunken idiot yeah exactly <laughs> uh what uh, what they call him wet start mccain <laughs> yep. flood, flood that engine flood that engine to get that fireball when he fired it off and that's what he did and it set a bunch of other shit off and this although i'll say this there was there was a problem with that with that uh that missile that i did a dig on way back when i was doing soapbox days that nobody wanted to hear about <laughs> but there, oh, really? there actually if you do a dig on that missile there was uh there was problems with the uh, ignition system on that as well as in the jet itself there was some kind of flaw that was um, enabling them to be armed while you're not flying, and they should that that original design of the craft was was there was a uh, some kind of safety measure put in place on both the missile and on the plane to not ever allow that to happen, and and there was a flaw in that system. So maybe there's a little more to that story than meets the eye, but still, I mean, there's a lot more to proof of why McCain's a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, but it's just kind of funny that you know. It happened at the time that he was actually doing that oh, wet start bullshit too, and then all hell breaks loose. And yep. yeah, anyway, and we can go on and on about his fuck ups. Right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, y'all know you only got thirty minutes left in the show, and I'm sure you got callers behind me. And yep, yep. Appreciate you elaborating on that, dude. Cool man. Appreciate Much the love, call, brother. Be right, safe guys, out see you there, down man. The road. Take care. See you down the road. Appreciate it. Oh, man, just real quick, Big Hair, Tsunami, J-Bell, and Suzanne, thank you guys for the the donations. I really appreciate that, guys. Thank you very much. Oops. Um, let's see. That name should not be mentioned, right? No name. No name. That's it. That's the only way we should be saying it exactly. <laughs> not Big Stain, not any of that crap. Just no name is perfect. Yeah, I wish I could remember what the missile was, but there, I did a dig on that because there was actually other examples, and they're also like weird cover-ups as well with those with that missile. There was something that happened uh, to a to a trawler or something. I don't know. There was there was other. If you look up that missile, there's actually a, do a dive on it. You'll find that there's other problems with it as well. Amy Joe is in the house, and she's going to be doing a prayer reading in about uh, a little less than an hour. How are you today, Amy? Good. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm looking forward um, to your show today. What do you have lined up for us? Um, more Hab- Habakkuk. I'm getting better at the name. 
It's like me <laughs> me trying to say prioritor. I still can't say prioritor. See, I still can't say it. Kind of. Pro- Pro- it. Torian. Pro- Torian. Praetorian. I said it. Woohoo. Third time's a charm. <laughs> what is the book of Habakkuk? Habakkuk is the 12 prophets. And it's actually the perfect book for, you know, when you look around and you're like, why God? Why? Why is all this evil everywhere? Why is there no justice anywhere? And it's the perfect book for showing you that you can ask God those questions. It's okay to ask God those questions and his reply to those questions. And it totally mirrors exactly where we all are right now. So, yeah. Love it. Looking forward to that. Some more. What else is on your mind today? Well, I'm going to try not to trip over my words because every time you go live, it's a fresh opportunity to be an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I know that feeling Um, well. (laughs) I know. I did, and Abe, call me out totally if I'm wrong. I totally admire something about you. You have this really strong intellect, and and you're just, you know, you're theological, and at the same time, you grip onto your faith, which is oftentimes not intellectual at all, and has everything to do with just simply faith, that's it. And you refuse to let go. And I, I know that that can be so chaotic sometimes. I've seen it yes. be so chaotic sometimes. But you refuse to let go. And you hunger for more. And I really admire that. Because that's not easy to do. That's really hard to do. Thank you. And you're just so, yeah. You're And you're just like, I mean, you're on it. And, and you make up your mind. And you know what it is. But at the same time, that's, the faith is just, you know, that's that's it that's not you know that's not solid evidence ground and you grip it like a pit bull and and then you get more and i really admire that that's not easy at all it's a It's it's partially purposeful but i've always we've had something in our family's history is is very has a very strong uh alternate dimensional faith, I don't, something, some, there's something in our family history that is very, very strong when it comes to the teachings of Jesus. And I feel that and embrace it. I don't understand what it is. I don't understand why. And, and, but I mean, I know this, that, that, you know, my, 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 my father's family had a major conflict with him because they felt that he was some type of of not, not profit, but um, could have changed lives through the priesthood and the rest and expected him to become a priest. And when Vietnam happened, he, he, he said no and gave his life that he's still suffering for today to, to help what he's, he thought was the right thing at the time. Um, and gave a turn to turn his uh, back on a life of, of prayer and, and that kind of stuff. And that was, that caused a major conflict within our family. That's, that's still, uh, that we probably, you know, she, my, my grandmother probably died with. Um, but I've always embraced it. And when, when my grandmother died, that, that event that I told you guys about where uh, Joe and I were sitting there and the priest is, is, is an awesome Polish cardinal. I mean, a high level, very, very high level cardinal. Um, and he, and he's saying a prayer to Joe and I, and, and the, the way that the, the sun was like beaming, it was, 
it was shining on us. It was it was going dimmer and brighter and dimmer and brighter. It was the most amazing experience I have ever felt. That only further strengthened it in me and my in Joe when we felt that. And we literally got in the car and and it took me like a half hour to go. You guys saw you saw that right. That wasn't just me right. And and so Joe Joe and I had and his family had a major had an amazing discussion on the way home from Detroit, just kind of talking about the whole the whole experience and how how spiritually uh, uplifting it was for, for, for an event where a family member had, had, you know, caused major conflict in the family. And there was all of that there, but to go from that to this just unbelievable spiritual uplifting experience. And I just felt, I felt reborn in a spiritual way um, that honestly, that's what I felt. And I feel that every single day. And I especially feel it when I hear sometimes just even a sentence of yours, it's, it is that's why I need it because I need to spend that time every day to just hear the word of God in any form. Right, right, yeah, and I mean you you can. It's not often that you see the two in one package as strongly as you do in you, and you're an you're an awesome example, and you're an amazing testament to that that combination in one package. You usually don't get both, so and. You, you of yourself are a total testament, an example of that strength on both sides together. I just wanted to say that. I That's how I see you a lot. Thank you. Joe, I saw your comments yesterday in chat. They're very kind. Thank you. I mean them. <laughs> Joe, the whole um, positive energy thing that, and which is, I agree with absolutely love, positivity makes the world go around the greatest of these is love you exude it you exude calm serenity positiveness even your sarcasm even your like you know asshole funny hilarious sarcasm you're kind your face is kind you exude that positivity and you guys are like the perfect combination. You guys are like the perfect combination for the show. It's like you have Abe's strength, you know, and his theological, this is what it is. But at the same time, he holds on to the faith. And you have a strength, too. I'm not saying that you're a wolf. Don't get me wrong. So what I'm oh, saying. I appreciate You have your that. own strength. You guys, you guys totally complement each other. You guys are great. And you have this calm, like, like everybody's, it's okay, Abel, calm down at some point because Joe's laughing and he'll be like, he'll, he'll like pick it up at the end and then everything will be, you guys are awesome. So Joe, you, you exude that kindness. You exude that welcomingness. And I just wanted to say that. I mean, I just was thinking about that on, along the lines when we started the show and I was like, we started talking about that and I was just, you know, I'm watching you guys because you're the show and I'm like, man, these guys are like just great because you have these combinations between the two of them together and it's just fantastic. And maybe I should tell them. Okay. If there's no calls, I'll call. Thank you. That's very kind of you. And I, I do appreciate that. Um, yeah. It's uh, it is weird. It's um, it's a gift in some ways, and it's a uh, it's a burden in many others because it it makes me a very different mind, and it doesn't it doesn't always yeah. it it's not always compatible with <laughs> with close relationships. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> but you own it well, and you own it. But you own it so good, Abe. And the like, you can see the conflict. It, I can, I can kind of see the conflict sometimes, and yeah. but you own it and you just go forward with it. It's yeah. 
Well, I can't wait Y'all to see awesome. where this journey That's takes all. us. We have uh, we have an amazing team behind me now. It's not just me trying to scramble to do all this stuff. I have you. I have Joe. I have my sister. I have Polly D. I have. Uh, a whole support structure that's here on Foxhole, a family that that wants us to succeed. And I'll tell you what, uh, the truth of the matter is, is Joe and I on the same mission, you might want to just get the fuck out of the way. That's really what it comes down to, and we're going to take this as far as we can. Yep. I love it. You guys are awesome. And methods. <laughs> Sarcasm is the worst. <laughs> 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 who who was talking shit? I want I missed that. Somebody put that back in the chat. Who was talking shit? Amy Joe, God bless you. We'll see you in about a uh, half hour or so. Thank you so much, you. Amy Joe. Appreciate all you yeah. do too. And glad you're part of the uncensored fam. I couldn't have it any other way. Thanks, guys. Much love. Check out Amy Joe in about uh about twenty minutes after the after the show tonight. Usually it takes me a little bit to hit the bathroom and you know, get the streams reset and re revamp my computer so I can see what the hell I'm hey. doing and all that stuff. Yeah, right. Much love, Amy Joe. Have a great have a great evening. God bless you. Amy Joe, God loves you. That's all there is to it. God loves you. And if you allow 100%. God to love you, then uh your life will be uh will change in ways that you won't even understand. Norm is in the house. It's good to see uh Hang Ten Alien Surfer just kind of chilling like a villain over in his backyard enjoying the evening. How was your evening today, Norm? Yeah. Good to see you. It's still afternoon for me, but but that's okay. Gotcha. It's 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 Doing, I'm good. Sweet hat. Where'd you get that hat from? Oh, it's a space Uh, force. Nice. I think I got it off Amazon. Actually, (laughs) Uh, makes sense. Nice man. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, I wasn't gonna call in today, but I I heard you had no callers, and then all of a sudden there's like two people in front of me. So, (laughs) right, poof. So, what's on your mind today? Uh, Any any of the discussion that we talked about today spark anything with you, or what else you seeing out there that uh, maybe we missed? well, first of all, I want to second everything uh, Amy Joe said. I love your show. I love the chat. Um, you guys have one of the best chats ever, I, I have to say. I love but, our chat, too. Uh, I'm, I found I'm, stuff. I'm thrilled with who, who participates in chat, and I know there are a bunch of others out there that just kind of lurk as well. It's a pleasure to have uh, some of the greatest people out there, and I just love them. I love them all to death. Yeah, a lot of times I'm working, so uh, I have you guys on in the background, so I don't get to participate in the chat. But I'm I'm lurking out there. So. Appreciate it, Norm. It's for interesting. Sure. Remember the old days where we would uh, like on PSB or any of the channels, we would always get bot attacks of of people, uh, trolls and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's funny how all that stopped. Now all of a sudden, there's not even somebody who wants to disagree in chat. The hell? Come on, disagree with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well everybody's so nice to them most of the time right yeah if they're yeah, yeah if, you, if you're gonna come um, in our chat and start talking shit good luck because the chat will eat you guys <laughs> up right away before we even get a chance sean joe over in d live is my favorite troll because he makes me think about what i should say back to 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 not sound like an asshole and <laughs> that's hard to do <laughs> what's funny is he's not even a troll right <laughs> yeah <laughs> he just likes to push Wait. it that's what we like. Yeah. And you could tell when some people are trying to be sarcastic or, uh, well, not all the time, but m- most of the time. Everybody knows each other and they know if they're saying so- something that's not quite right. They're, it's The sarcasm doesn't go over so well in the chat. And, <laughs> and we've learned how to how to talk to Gary Flessner. Uh, 
<laughs> that is always shouting in the chat. I love Gary. Yeah, he's he uh, he is definitely wants to be heard. He's, he's, Gary Gary could never piss me off. I, I mean, yeah, right? I, yeah. no matter what Gary says or what he thinks he says or or even if I disagree with Gary, I'm always going to like Gary. Sorry Gary. I'm always going to love you, brother. Gary, I'm guessing like your 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 uh, site is gone so that you you type in you type in uh caps so that you can you can read. You're getting that old buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah oh and we got the cult leader in the chat oh geez shows with brothers co-hosts are death kneel for podcasting <laughs> i think we just found a new name for our podcast the death kneel i like that death knell <laughs> death knell yeah <laughs> well i just wanted to come on and say uh, i love you guys and i and I noticed there was nobody uh, calling in. So I just wanted to, you know, say how much I enjoy the show and how much I enjoy you guys. And even though I'm not chatting, I'm doing other things. Um, I'm still here. So Awesome. Well, we really appreciate the support, Norman. You guys are doing good work as well on your show. We really appreciate you, you being here, man. Appreciate the call. When's yeah, your, uh, and- when are you guys doing another show, man? Uh, Sunday. That's right. Um, yep. Nine o'clock. Um, yeah, I think it's actually on the same time as. Uh, do you and uh, Texan go live? Yeah, go? we're on at eight. We're on at eight uh, or nine central. I think you guys are on at ten central. I think. We're we're on. At, uh, I don't know what time central. Yeah, I think it's ten <laughs> central. So you're on a, a, a yeah hour uh, after us. We are on yeah, right after us. Yeah, we're kind of so. like the opening show for you guys. <laughs> or, or no, it's the other way around. We're the opening show for you. Or that way, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> That's awesome. So many great shows. So many great. So much great content out there, man. There's times I log in and there's literally nothing but live things just lit up on my screen. I'm like, I don't know what to watch. There's so much good content, man. I love it. Yeah, and I'm gonna be out of town on Sunday, so I'll be doing it from a hotel room. So, um, but if I can do it. Do shows from my backyard. I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll be able to do it remotely. From, You'll be able to manage. Hotel, so. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good, man. Looking forward to it. Hey, do me yeah. a favor. Hang ten, will you? Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Hang ten. All right. Alien Surfer Norm, appreciate the call, brother. Appreciate the uh, the good input. Really do. Really appreciate it. Uh, all right. Well, I will. Um, I will talk to you guys. Well, I, I won't say uh, see you down the road because that's the Texans. <laughs> yeah, I think he's got that copyright. See you in another yeah. another space-time dimension. See you in another yep. space-time dimension. There you go. I love the music. Yeah, what do you play? Out. What's the music in the background you got going on there? Is that, that you? That's my uh, neighbors uh, practicing. Oh, that's some live shit. That's awesome. I like it. it sounds good. He practices. Uh, yeah, he practices. Uh, and, so, and that's another uh, reason why I walk, I work outside, and I get to a lot of really good stuff. Yeah. Cool, very cool. Get, awesome. We enjoy get, the rest of your afternoon, brother. Who gets serenaded by his right. neighbors every day? I mean, you found the right spot to live. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> okay. Much love, Angton. We'll see it's you soon. Birthday bro. Monday. See. You. I feel sorry for my neighbors. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I usually see. got something blaring. 
Uh, I'm trying to see. Yeah, we got a couple of new callers, looks like, or at least uh, numbers I don't recognize. 412, if you can, unmute, please, and let me know who this. Yeah, Methods, apparently they were practicing elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's not up your alley exactly. I get it. <laughs> 412, who this? Yo, it's ADHD Nick. Hey, Nick, what's, what's good, up, bro? Nick? My brothers, how we doing? Fantastic. <laughs> How are you, brother? I'm good. Uh, no worse for the wear, but, you know, in this weird, weird wild world, I'm doing all right. So exactly. you're, you're not stopping, right? You're still going to keep doing your show, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's either that or die, you know, so I'm, I'm going hard. So what do you got coming up, man? Tonight, actually, um, at 1123, which is 2323 in military time, I'm just trying to be goofy like that. We have a premiere of a show that I fell into last night, last minute, with this astro, uh, she calls herself an astro yoga or something like that, but she understands metaphysics in science like that, so I had to take the opportunity. She has an MA in folklore and all sorts of stuff. She gave me a birth chart reading of myself that was very, very interesting, if you ask me. The chat seemed to really like it on Pilled last night, so we're restreaming it tonight with me in the chat and maybe some other people. That way I get a chance to actually kind of chat back to people and live up to my promise and not be full of shit like I usually am when I say we chat back. <laughs> it's not easy. It's, it's like, because you got to get, you got to get the chat to want to say something. And a lot of times they're just kind of listening. <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> I can't read, exactly. I can't read and, and chat then, back if you don't participate in what we're talking about here. <laughs> you have to beg it out of them. And, and then the worst part for me is my, my system sucks and I'm trying to be producer at the same time. And you know, not that I believe in ADHD, it was a joke name, but like, all the stuff going on at once is just like too much to keep up half the time. Yeah, it's not easy, man. But it's I, I really do. I really appreciate your guys' stuff. I do want to check it out more often. I just, man, I I, I am doing too much. I, I got to dial it back some. And, um, I mean, you know, I, I couldn't tell, say no to Joe and Tex. And, and, and they're eventually, you know, I'm not sure if they're going to, we just want to help as many people get exposure as possible. And then we'll see where it ha- happens in the future. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely, bro. I've, I've only wanted to um, just be a part of what you're doing because I really, really respect and admire and appreciate it. And uh, I'll just never forget that one time I came on the show and it just seemed like you really could use some support or something. So I just wanted to offer that. And you, you pulled me right into the Zoom call right after that show and it had your whole team. And I just pitched some kind of quirky ideas I had. And you, you, were, you gave me carte blanche, man. You said, whatever you want, make some content, I'll put it out there. And you give me that, that faith and that, that go ahead. I'll, I'll never forget it, man. And so don't let, ever let it worry you or stress you out. Don't let it overwhelm you. I'm just here to try to p- contribute. Well, I want to continue to support you. I appreciate your mind. I, I love the way your mind works. There was a couple things that the, that you way you worked through stuff when, you know, it's not easy to do live, <laughs> you know, but but mm-hmm. I've seen you a couple of times the way that that works. It's just a matter of getting comfortable in front of the camera and finding a way to make sure you can express it and you'll get there. It's just a matter of time. So you're going to improve every time you do a show. And I, I, tr- I really love the guests that you've been getting on. I love that younger perspective, you know, some people in, in college or, or, you know, anyone really for that matter, just bringing different kind of perspectives. And it's good to see that we need that. It's important that we get as much perspective as possible. So keep doing it. Thank you, man. Try and stop me. Hell no. I'll do what I can awesome. to help you. Appreciate you, brother. Take care of yourself. You always have, man. You guys have a great night. 11.23 p.m. tonight, folks, Eastern Standard Time. Please, if you could, come chat at me and click that red pill on pill.net.
There you go. Go to pill. Go to blue pill. I don't care. Go to pill. I don't care. Just show me you're out there. Yeah, definitely. Go, go check out pill. That'll be streaming on there and uh, look forward to you expanding as well in the future, bro. Uh, take care of yourself. Have a great night, bro. Good stuff, brother. You too, guys. Hey, Joe, I love you, man. Love you too, brother. Take care. I'll talk to you guys. Have a good one. All right. Peace out, man. Good to see you. ADHD in the house. Appreciate it. As always. Good stuff. Uh, we have two more callers um, and numbers that I also don't rec- uh, recognize. So let me see here. Let me get uh, 336 in here and ask you to unmute and let me know who 336 is when you get a moment. What's up, Liberty Bells? Classic chick. Leah Worth says, I can't miss an A Brant since the PSB days. <laughs> I love you guys. I've only gotten better because he's uncensored now. That's the best part about it. He doesn't have to hold back at all. <laughs> I do rather enjoy it when it when it happens, when it manifests itself. <laughs> uh, Three-hour three shows? Get out of here, Methods. You're nuts. <laughs> You're crazy. Uh, I enjoy I enjoy it. So, yeah, but uh, two hours is plenty. 336, can I get you to hit? I think it's star 6, 336, and uh, that allows you to unmute. Uh, if I can get you to try, give that a try one more time, I'll give you another second to give that a try, and then I'll move you back into waiting, see if you can figure it out. I yeah, appreciate that, Amy Joe. Always supports and open the door for us. Such a blessing. We thank you. No problem. We thank you guys for you know going out and putting yourselves out there. You know We know it's not easy, so we try to support anybody and everybody that we possibly can. And I'm always here, too, if you guys have any questions. Uh, you know, I know I got the Texan set up with his uh, with his setup, so I, I do know a little bit. <laughs> I do know a little bit, so don't don't be afraid to ask. I'm I'm definitely here for you guys. Yeah, we definitely want to help because uh, because we wouldn't be here without the uh, help of methods and many others as well. Two oh six is gonna really? is figured out how to unmute. I just need to know who you are. Two oh six, can I get a name, please? Oh, hey, this is Kathy H T. Hey, Kathy H T. How are you doing? You remember. Abe, I met you in Arlington. Ah, yes. Hello, hello. How are you today, Kathy? Oh, fine. Um, I just wanted to call and say that uh, I enjoy listening to your show, as usual. And uh, that I got a, a post. I saw a post from a friend of mine who I worked with. And his wife on Monday had a stroke from two weeks after taking the Moderna's first shot. And I don't think she's maybe 55, you know, so I, I'm trying to tell everybody don't take the dang shot. Yeah. I've seen several others talking about uh, these mini strokes and other things that are happening from that Moderna shot. I, man, I just, for a for a virus that's ninety five ninety nine percent survivable, I just don't understand the risk, man. Exactly, and and so one of the things that you know I was reading through all the posts from people, oh prayers for you both, and blah blah blah. I wanted to try in my head. I want to ask, why would you take it? You know, that's crazy. Anyway, 
I don't get so, it. I don't get it. I really don't. It makes fear. no sense whatsoever. They've, the media has just planted this fear narrative into people, and it's got them controlled by fear, not um, not really logic. It's that's that's what I, I think. Well, I can't believe there are that many stupid people out there that are falling for this. This is very disheartening to me. I know it's sad almost, <laughs> and I and I hate to laugh. I really do. I hate to laugh because it's not their fault. They were literally indoctrinated their entire lives, so you can't necessarily blame them. But some of them, man, I don't know what it's going to take. You know, a backhand or what to wake them up. But something needs to happen. Well, I'm kind of going. I hope she doesn't take that second shot now. Well, they look at us like we're fucking crazy. So, I mean, there's no getting through to them. It's it's like talking to a liberal. There's just there's no way you're going to be able to have them understand their their life is they they have made the decision because they think they're making the best decision and it's so be it. I mean, other people that want to get it, good for you, but it ain't happening on my front. Nope. Well, not me either. But another thing too, I think it was on maybe adult uh, shows they were talking about well not hearing a whole lot of people who are really pro biden who voted for him i'm telling you there's some libs i know <laughs> that i happen to have gone to high school with and one gal she, she is constantly putting things oh it's so wonderful for having a real person in charge of this country <laughs> who's she said uh, that someone was, who is she said a, that with a straight face seriously i'm telling you and i'm like oh my goodness gracious and there are many of them i know quite a few people who were just like they hated trump no matter you could have voted in a dog and they would have gone for it you know so Uh, they got an empty suit in there and i i I love your question though can we ask everyone out there in chat where is the enthusiastic Biden voter? I just, I haven't found any of them. Where's all the signs? Where's the rallies of everyone showing up anywhere they go? No, none of that stuff. Funny how that works. The only one, the only one, the only one that I ran into, the only thing he could say was, well, in five to 10 years, we're really going to see how Trump made himself even more rich. That was the only thing he could say. And, and yeah, and so I'm like, if that's the if that's the thing that you're gonna go with, good luck with that because it's proven out there already that number one, he donated his salary. Number two, he lost millions and millions upon dollars by becoming president. It's a fact. So yeah. good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Just anyway, delusional. Good to, good to call into you and say hi. Bless your hearts for doing what you're doing. Oh, and God bless you. It's awesome running, and, and I, running into people who, uh, who you know, we end up getting a chance to talk to later. I appreciate that. Well, I, that picture I have with you and me, I think Pixel took it. But uh, anyway, gotcha. we were at that hotel. And uh, anyway, I've been thinking about printing it and putting it up in my barn with my special pictures of special people. What, that you throw darts at? That's what I say for target practice. No. <laughs> She's got a I 22 out there with a BB gun. It's <laughs> no, it's on my barn wall with all my favorite pictures of horses and people. Gosh. Gotcha. So, That's awesome. So anyway, um, anyhow, well, thanks a lot for taking my call. Appreciate the call, Kathy HD. You have a good day. And if you're ever, 
if you ever get out here to the uh, prison state of um, Washington, feel free to have a, a place to breathe fresh air. <laughs> yeah, I would actually love to go on a trip. To the, I've never been to the Pacific Northwest, and I would absolutely love to go just do a road trip there and back sometime. So I've never been there either. Well, I got I got a, I got a place you can park. <laughs> Sounds good. Awesome. Appreciate you very much, Kathy. Thank you for the call, and you have a blessed evening. You too, guys. Much love. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Good calls. Excellent calls today. Yeah, good stuff. And we lost our other our other caller. I apologize. I'm not quite sure. I don't know how to exactly work the Zoom call in. <laughs> I think yeah, it's maybe, star uh, six, right, to unmute. Maybe next week when I'm on the road, uh, I'll, I'll call in from my phone and I'll see if we can figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I th- I'm pretty sure it's star six, but I've never actually done it. I've never actually called in from Zoom, so... But uh, there you go. So good stuff today, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the the discussion today. And I'll put uh, some of those articles up on uh, the website later in case you missed those. Uh, was, I, I just never seen that Paranormal channel, dude. It's pretty damn interesting, man. So when you guys get a chance, check out that Pluto channel, the Paranormal channel. It's not always. Sometimes I got crazy shit on there. But sometimes it's pretty cool. Joe, wrap it up for us today. We're already at the top of the hour. Man, thank you all for being here. Thank everyone out in Foxhole and DLive. Part of part of my problem is I read your guys' comments, and then Al's like, hey, did you? what do you think? And I'm like, whoops, I was reading your guys' comments because <laughs> you guys are awesome. I love you guys, every one of you. Keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on uh, the fight. Uh, stay tuned for about, uh, about 20, 25 minutes here with Amy Joe giving us some great insight that we need. Y'all have a blessed day. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thank you for joining us here today as you do every day. Please do me a favor. Spread the word. Tell someone about us, please. Check out the website, uncensoredave.com. The new store is up. New stuff coming soon, too, as well. Uh, God bless you all. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.